0: Welcome to the Health Unlimited podcast, the only podcast that unlocks your unlimited health potential. Here's your host, Dominic Simbello. Well, welcome back, listeners.
1: Charlie McDermott, co-host, back here once again, producer of the show with Dominic. Dominic Simbello. Dominic, how you doing? Charlie, good to hear from me again. Yeah, great to hear from you. And uh, how's life been treating you? Is you know, the weather
0: warming up at the at the beach? The, the Jersey Shore quite ready to be swimming. Yes, <laughs> to swim in, right?
1: <laughs> uh, all in good time. All in good time, right?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. So there's been a lot of talk. I mean, really, the past year, even maybe a little longer. You know, there's this thing called, oh, inflation. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Have you, have you I heard rumors of that? uh ever I
0: and, have, I haven't seen that anywhere <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you know the, the cost of things that are going up and and all that and so so we're all and we're, i think just as, as a as a society you know you you want to be cost conscious you're always kind of looking for the sales and deals and all that uh but then there's you know when it comes to you and i you know when it comes to taking care of us uh, maybe that's not necessarily the time to focus on cost. Uh, and more importantly to look at, all right, if I don't do something, what's the cost? And, and part of that is looking into the crystal ball, which is impossible to do, but you know, Dominic, again, we've talked about this in previous episodes, the, the, the amazing stories that you have from your patients, um, and, the ability to help others who are trying to get out of pain, trying to, to get rid of some conditions that they're, they're at their wits' end in many cases. Uh, what do you say? You know, what do you say to someone? And again, again, keep in mind, you've got listeners all over, certainly the country in particular, South Jersey there. But for someone who is, you know, going, geez, yeah, but how much? Um, what do you say to that? Individual to help them get get their life back in many ways.
0: Yeah, I mean you're right. Inflation's a big deal. Um, people looking for for deals, and but but when it comes to uh, your health, I think it's more than just financial, right? What's the cost of what is it costing you um, to live your life, or or should I say, what is it costing you to not live your life? Yeah. Yeah. So examples of playing with grandkids, exercising, golfing, right? Pickleball. Um, everyone everyone has their own activities that they like to do. But it can be even, even more than that, Charlie. Some people literally can't bend over to tie their shoes because they're in so much pain, right? I just had a new woman start uh, yesterday in my office. She couldn't even drive here. Her daughter has to drive her here because her pain is so bad that she can't sit for literally more than like a minute. And as soon as she gets in that car and that driver's seat, she can't do it. Now, that's a big deal. Now you're talking yeah. actual, just daily activities of life as we call it. So, right. you know, going back to the cost is like, there's a financial cost, but more so the cost of what is it costing yeah. you in your life? And, and that's really, really important. It's something we really focus on a lot in the office. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, lifestyle is so, so important. And, and for that individual that can't drive today, you know, if, if he or she doesn't do something, what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, and, and the burden, you know, she must feel so bad having to have her daughter take her from place to place. You know, at some point you just stop asking because you don't want to bother people, which degrades your life even more. So, I mean, it really is a sad, sad situation.
0: Charlie, let me tell you even more. This is the same woman from yesterday. Yeah. Unfortunately, her husband had a stroke. Guess who helps? He he yeah. needs help at home. So now she has terrible back pain, but she still has to perform, if you will, to help her husband. And so, yeah. So now it's not even for herself. It's herself and her husband.
1: Yeah.
0: And anyway, she got started and we're going to help her. Yeah. But It's terrible, Um, but the good news is she found us and I'm very confident we're going to get her life back, which Mm -hmm. is really what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Getting your life back, Charlie, doing what you want to do. As I said, whether that's for just everyday, um, again, what they call activities of daily living, normal stuff that people don't think about. Um, Again, tying your shoes, putting shoes on. Most of us don't think about that, but when you can't do it, that's a big deal. Or doing activities, again, uh, recreational same thing. That's what living's all about. So, I think um, that's really what we're talking about here today.
1: You know, Dominic, I'm sure you hear this a lot. You know, oh yeah, you know, I got pain here, there, but it, it's what happens when you get old. It's just old age, and and yeah. you know, <laughs> what do you say to that?
0: Yeah. Well, age is just a number, and I I truly believe that. I also truly believe your body has unlimited potential to get better. And that's, again, kind of the name of, of the show here, but that's really in real life what I believe. So age isn't a number. Uh, I mean, it's it's not just a number. You should be doing the things you want to do for pretty much most of your life. And sure, are you going to have some aches and pains? Yes. Do you have to? Not necessarily, but it's it's more like when you ignore those things for 10, 15 years and now it becomes yeah. real severe, right? Yeah that's when the problem kicks in. And even so, uh, I just had another guy, he started, and he said to me, it was really interesting, because it's like, he was reading my mind. He goes, I'm 70. he doesn't, He's 74. He goes, I'm 74. He goes, I walk the boardwalk here. And he goes, I'm one of those guys, he goes, I don't buy into this getting old thing. And I laughed at it. I said, you're reading <laughs> my mind, because I, I totally agreed with him. I yeah. said, you're right. There's no reason why you shouldn't be walking on the boardwalk till you're, well above where you're at now and i said and we're going to help you do that so um and he's got degenerative changes and other things that have happened but regardless i'm like you still should be able to do that i said you came to the right place
1: yeah yeah you know when you think about pain and and our willingness as a society to put up with things you know um you know back to well it's just part of getting old and and you think you should be i mean i remember as a kid you know my my grandmother would talk about arthritis and, and my uncle, you know, with the, the trick knee or the bed knee and, and, and the pain that these folks would put up with uh, you know, not, not being able to walk. I mean, just simple things. Uh, uh, And, and, and what you you think about the ripple effect, right. Um, You know, not being able to walk or be active. So not only are you, not getting outside in the sun and, and feeling better about life because of the, what's that vitamin D that you absorb. Right. Um, uh, you're not, it's, it's like COVID, right. You know, we, we were trapped. Uh, we, we weren't talking with folks because we couldn't. Right. And, and so you've got that you feel like you, you're alone and secluded. The pain just robs us of our energy. It affects our mood. Um, You know, not being involved with people is going to impact our brain and Alzheimer's and dementia. And then the fact that we're not active, what does that do to us just physically, right? You know, onset of diabetes and weight gain and and all that. So, you know, back to the cost of inaction is significant. I mean, my Lord, you know, if if I don't have to take, and and I'm very familiar with insulin, and diabetes. My mm-hmm. daughter's a type one diabetic, which has nothing to do with lifestyle. It's just her pancreas, as you know, it doesn't work, doesn't put out insulin. Well, you got to have insulin to live, so she has to inject. But type two diabetes is pure, plain and simple, lifestyle related. And the cost of insulin is insane. What what my daughter has to even with health insurance. Yeah. Uh, so so back to boy, if if we can avoid. All the medications, not just certain medications, you know, are we better off from a financial standpoint, and certainly from uh, side effects, right? Uh, I mean, even the insulin that she injects has a side effect uh, that you know we don't is uh, really individual. So it's um, there's a, I guess uh, there's a cost. There's a the cost. Yeah, yeah, there
0: is a cost, and yep, yeah, some some things like your daughter's situation right? She was born, born that way. And that does happen, but almost over 50% of chronic illness can be prevented. Yeah. It's pretty staggering a number, isn't it? Yeah. So, and, and these things happen. And so again, most of the time, many people that I see in my office, many of much, much of it can be helped. Mm-hmm. But much of it could have been prevented, but it is what it is. I treat people yeah. where they're at, where they come yeah. in. So it's more a matter of, are they willing to move forward to get back to doing the things that they want to do? Yeah. And in my profession, not uh, insurance coverage, isn't really great for the majority of it. We, you know, we don't, it's just not something that's standard I mean, like a, getting surgery or yeah. emergency room. So most people, they invest in their health. They invest in getting better. And again, it's not just financial. Because if you were to ask people, you know, what's more important, the vast majority of my patients, when I they're, we're getting them the results that they want, what do they say? They're like, this was worth everything to me yeah. because I'm now able to do what I want to do again. Go walk on the boardwalk or tie my shoes. I know simple as that. Uh, one woman, she, she's just standing for long periods of time. She can't do. Yeah. So now we're helping her. She's actually able to do things. Now she's actually gardening again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, and, and we got into this in the previous episode, what stops a lot of folks is they've tried so many different ways in so many different times and they truly have invested dollars in their health. They just haven't gotten anywhere. And uh, you know, you have become in in a lot of ways that that final stop, uh, you know, before they get back to health. Um, so, two questions there: What can you say to folks who are at the beginning of that journey, rather than you know all you know stopping at all these other places along the way that may help them save a lot of money and time and get their life back a lot quicker? And then for those who have been down that path and they're they're probably, you know, going, yeah, you know, I'm certainly willing to invest in my health, but geez, am I going to go through that same cycle again, get my hopes up and then end up back to where I am currently?
0: Yeah. I mean, the first thing I always say to everyone, there is hope. And I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I did on, on any of our previous episodes were usually the last resort that gets the best results. Now, I understand, I've been doing this for two plus decades. I understand that people are skeptical, especially when they've done Mm -hmm. eight other things before. Most of those are the standard medical care that you normally would do. But when those don't work, people seek out other options. And that is again, when they typically find me and my office. And I get that they're skeptical, you know, I understand that it makes perfect sense, and I don't even deny it. But I do say this: What is the risk of doing nothing? What was uh, Wayne Gretzky's? I don't want to butcher it. Wayne Gretzky had a famous quote: "Was about oh, yeah, yeah, goals." Yeah. What do you know? What that is?
1: Well, I, I, I something like basketball. Or, yeah,
0: or can yeah. I do, do a basketball one? There's oh, isn't
1: it. it? You you miss every shot you don't take. Something uh, so. like that. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So, I, I always tell people, I'm like, here's what I do know, right? I do know that clinically speaking, most we get 80 to 90% improvement for people, right? That's pretty, I think, significant, right? If I was a gambling person, an <laughs> 80 to 90% improve, the chance that we can help them is pretty high. Now, I have to evaluate people first. So, that is a very general statement. But when I evaluate people, if I feel I can help them, it's usually because I've treated it so much where I'm very confident we can. Yeah. So the second part is going back to the risk, right? It's like, I know for a fact that if they don't do anything, they have a 0% chance of getting better. Yeah. So someone can be skeptical and I think has every, every right to be skeptical. But the real question is, what is it worth to them? And is it worth trying? Because if they don't try, they have 0% chance of getting better. Yeah. Does so that make sense and then it kind of still relates a little bit to the cost. Like w- again, not the financial cost, the cost for them is like is that worth it to them to try to get their life back? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you've talked about these different individuals and depending on where you are in the spectrum, hey, I've been putting up with this for months versus years. What do you what do you see, Dominic? You know, the, if you could you know, put someone in the box of a typical and average patient from the time they start working with you. And yeah, you know, you do your initial consult and and evaluation and and you go, yeah, absolutely. This is an individual I can help. What then, you know, did they start feeling a difference after the first treatment or after, you know, so many weeks or months? And then what happens, once I'm at a point where I'm going, wow, you know, I've got my life back, my energy, I'm sleeping better, all those things. Uh, is it just, okay, I go back to life and, and say bye-bye and, and, or, you know, am I plugged in so that I don't regress?
0: You're, um, you, covered a lot of different topics. Um, so I'll try to go back (laughs) to the beginning here. We're recording
1: this. We may have to play it back and,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, let's, let's start with, with the first one, you know, we're gonna start with the evaluation. I mean, yeah. that. So everyone is different in regards to what that looks like, right? Five people with um, peripheral neuropathy can have similar, similar um, symptoms. However, in that these particular case, I'll just stick with one instance in the peripheral neuropathy case. Case, um, we do the sensory tests. So five people that come in with a diagnosis of peripheral neuropathy can have similar symptoms, but they can be all over in the spectrum of how severe those symptoms are. And we do a sensory test on their feet to determine how severe of their loss is has it been achieved. Then from that point, if we feel we can help them, we then lay out a specific protocols for them, for each individual, based on their, again, their score, their symptoms, how long they've had them, underlying conditions. So again, some people might have diabetes in regards to the uh, neuropathy or their cause. Some people don't know why they have it. Some people have what's called chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. These are individuals that is a side effect of receiving chemotherapy. Unfortunately, they have cancer. So there's there's different reasons. So one it's very individual, of what that looks like, and that will be discussed again on an individual basis. Okay. So it's hard to really, you know, put any type of numbers on it because it does vary from person to person. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a general statement, you could say that typically the longer someone has an, uh, a medical condition, it will take more time. But what happens in the beginning is you have the treatments build on themselves okay so in the beginning you could get some temporary relief but i call that again that's temporary what Mm -hmm. we're looking for when i discuss with people we talk about what's the solution where do they want to be and we will tell them how long uh, based on on all these other things we just talked about how long i think it will take to get there so your body, it takes time physiologically. It's impossible to improve overnight. And that holds true for physical therapy, right? Um, working out, which again, you're very familiar with, with your background and history, you don't just build a bicep in one day or even one week. It usually takes several months to see, a, you know, real change mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Now it might not take that long for our treatments. But again, it does vary person to person.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I hope I covered some of what you asked today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did, you did, you you yeah. did a great job. You know, um, boy, neuropathy. You, you touched on that. I mean that that needs to be an episode in and of itself because uh, I see so many folks where we used to live. Uh, um, who, I mean, Barbara and I call it the the shuffle. You know, you just know uh, that they, they're so afraid to lift their feet up off the ground because they can't they've lost that sensation and it's again it it's it's heartbreaking and i know those individuals you rarely see them out in the neighborhood because they're they're just not able to get around uh so um we should
0: do that we'll put that down on the list to speak just specifically on that one because that's a big one and it's one where there's not a lot of options for people we treat Mm. that a lot in our office, and with great results, because we use yeah. a combination of modern uh, technological solutions with uh, w- acupuncture, and we have these very specific protocols to help people with peripheral neuropathy, and mm. it gets great results.
1: Awesome, awesome. But
0: I mean, a lot of these people sometimes they can't even drive because they can't even feel. Yeah, their, I mean, they can't even feel their feet. <sighs>
1: wow,
0: that's wow. terrible but we're helping them. And that's the good news. That's, that's what's yeah. at the end of the day. That's what this is all about getting yep. them their life back. And, um, it's emotional. It's emotional to treat these people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I go home every weekend and just, I'm thankful for what I do. And I'm thankful that people, you know, allow me to help them and to see how their lives are impacted. It's really, yeah. it's a good feeling. That's why I'm in this profession.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Well, Dominic, anything else that we should know about uh, investing in ourselves? I call it or the price of not doing anything. Uh...
0: Well, I mean, to everyone out there, I would say it's something really to think about. Like if you're yeah. being prevented from doing something that you either need to do just to live, or it's preventing you from doing things that you just love doing. Uh, don't. I hope hope you don't make finances just the only condition because. Yeah the cost is far more than financial and it's about living your life. And so if someone's holding back or thinking about that, it's like, when is it time to make that decision to get back to doing the things you love with the people you love?
1: Love it. Love it. Listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more, Dominic, what's the best way for them to do so?
0: Uh, They can go to our website at uh, healthsourceacupuncture.com has a lot of great information on there, as well as these uh, podcast episodes. We've been starting to post yeah. up those as well.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, we'll let you get back to uh, what you're doing there, and uh, we will see you in the next episode real soon. Okay.
0: Thanks for listening to the Health Unlimited podcast. To learn more about Dominic or his private practice, go to www.healthsourceacupuncture.com.